0: Hi, welcome back to the special tournament March Madness edition of Killer Sports Pick Podcast. Got your host here, killer, my main man.
1: Ground Jordan. Did you work on that? uh, that. The name of it ahead of time? Say again. Did you work on the special edition name ahead of time?
0: No. It sounded almost
1: like you made it up on the fly. I did. <laughs> it was good.
0: <laughs> but uh, when uh, we originally were coming out, we said we are going to do a special edition before, the like last year, because we came out in May.
1: Oh, yeah. When we very first started, we talked about March Madness. So this has been, what, 11 months in the making?
0: Yeah, and I'm sure everybody's waiting for it. So it's good. This podcast is brought to you by Great Gear Play Forever. Find your match Madness. Play forever.
1: Visit our website and bookmark at killasportpicks.com. And uh, we got some links and banners up there for you guys to to click through. And then also you can follow us on Twitter at killasportpick.
0: There you go. So it's tournament time. I noticed a lot of people happy tons of people upset it was a little different this year i didn't understand it um i didn't understand why duke is the overall one but drew the toughest uh region so um i don't know it's gonna be interesting well what do you think so far
1: so the first thing when these brackets come out that i like to look at is who who just barely uh didn't make the cut and uh, you know, there's five five teams that are generally regulars to the tournament uh, that didn't get in this year. They're in the NIT. So the first one I saw is Georgetown. They had some uh, quality wins this year, uh, but they're they're in the NIT and they didn't make it.
0: Yeah, they did. They played in the Big East Conference, tough conference. I was surprised that they didn't make it. Um, they, they limped a little in the beginning, but they ended pretty strong. And I think that was the, uh, the reason why I just, um, <clears throat> I don't, I think that they, you know, they expanded it to 68 teams, but the whole 11 versus 11, 16 versus 16 thing, like you can get a quality, like team, the five teams you're going to mention, like in, Like, give them seeds. If you're going to, you know, like, Fiat Fiat Dickinson and Prairie View. I know Prairie View won their conference, but I don't know. Like, their conference wasn't that tough.
1: Yeah, so I I know you got to cut out X amount of spots for teams that win their conference. Um, But there's a few. i got a few more on here that, you know, I feel like they could do well in the tournament and beat a a decent amount of teams. So at number two, I have Xavier. Um, They're in it almost every year. At number three, I have Indiana. Um, you know they they didn't win a ton of games, but again, they played pretty tough competition. Um, number four, I got Creighton. They they had a few good wins this year, and then also at five, I got Providence. Uh, they played some pretty decent competition as well this year.
0: Yes, so Providence beat St. John's twice. Uh, I don't understand why they didn't get in. I know they had some tough losses and you know, they had a they got booted from the Big East tournament early, but that's the Big East conference. That's the part I don't understand. I think they're trying to market other conferences and teams. But the seedings too, sorry to jump ahead a little bit, but I didn't understand Auburn, they win their conference, tough conference, and they get a number five seed. Against a you know a solid New Mexico State team, I, I don't understand that. So
1: I guess I don't want to bounce around too much, but um, yeah, they have a tough first game. Auburn does.
0: Yeah, and Villanova, like they had a you know they play in the Big East. They, they draw Saint Mary's. Saint Mary's is an eleven. Saint Mary's beat Gonzaga, and they put them at eleven. So it's a six versus eleven. Like, I don't think Villanova should have been a six in the South. Like they like Kansas State's a four. Villanova's a six. Like, I don't understand that. Wisconsin's a five in the the South, like
1: Some people say that the seating see if you watch like uh some of the shows like uh ESPN and CBS and stuff, some people are saying they a lot of people are saying they got it right on this year. Um, uh I right. I don't I don't agree. <laughs> I would change things up a little bit uh with some of the seating and then also um the placement of teams in the conferences. Uh yeah. some of it doesn't make any sense. Um like you got Michigan playing out west. Uh that's that's a little strange. You got Florida teams playing out west. Um let's see. There's some other weird ones here. Uh, UC Irvine is let's see, probably about a forty-five in minute in drive. Mm-hmm. Um, from from Anaheim, but they're in yeah. the they're in the Southern Conference, mm-hmm. so that's a little weird.
0: Yeah. Um. So, but I I, I think um, also, like you. I don't know. I think, I personally think that the G league is going to be more marketable for these one and done guys. And I think they have to show to a guy that's going to so some, I don't know. I think they have to showcase this tournament. They're probably saying we have more, we have good teams that we, that don't get, uh, TV coverage like, uh, Murray state with Morant, who I think is the best player in the country. And he's going to showcase that. I think that's what they kind of they um moved towards. Because you look, they kinda of gave us a glimpse on Friday what the tournament would look like. And then on Sunday it was the actually same glimpse that they gave us on Friday, but we had teams that lost that, you know, it should've it should have moved a little bit. It doesn't look like it did.
1: Another thing that I've noticed looking at this bracket is so you got some tier one teams And then I feel like it drops way off to tier two and then tier Mm -hmm. two and tier three are kind of really close together. And then it drops way off to tier four teams. Um, Whereas in the past, I felt like when you had a lot of these, there are a lot of teams in the NIT that could compete with anybody. And and I I agree. I feel like there's a big gap between the one and the 64 in, in this bracket.
0: Yeah. I, I, you look at like, a uh, NC State, like they could come in and they could beat some teams. And the teams you mentioned, Providence, they can come in, they can beat some teams. So it is, it's, it's, you know, but let's just sit back and enjoy the ride. And you know, these guys are professionals at what they do. No matter what, I believe there's going to be criticism over, you know, who gets in, who doesn't, whatever. So. Um, I don't know.
1: So, do you want to? We'll start with the East region. All right, um, let's start with the East. What are you? Your... No, one team
0: I w- I wanted to see in, and they uh they I didn't understand Indiana not getting in. Yeah, I, they
1: didn't have a ton of wins. I think they were barely over five hundred, but they played. They played a pretty but they tough had schedule. Big wins. Yeah. yeah, and then they had some really good wins and then they had some really close losses to really good teams also.
0: Yeah, they were seventeen and fifteen, but I think they played they I don't know. They to me they played well and so Oh yeah, we'll go to the East. Uh who do you like? <laughs> Overall? So we'll we'll start at the end and then I
1: guess work our way back to the beginning. <laughs> I have Michigan State winning the East here. So in the Elite Eight, I have in my bracket, I got Duke going against Michigan State, and I think Michigan State beats Duke.
0: I personally don't think Michigan State's going to make it to Duke.
1: Where do you have Michigan State losing?
0: I think they're going to play a tough uh, Minnesota team or a tough Louisville team. I think they they end right there.
1: So I have Louisville beating Minnesota just for the fact that Minnesota played incredibly well at home and then they played incredibly bad off their home court.
0: Yeah. They had, we talked
1: about this. Yeah. We talked about the, I think last week or maybe the week before Minnesota just really struggles off their home floor. Um, so I see Louisville winning in there and uh, I think Michigan state ends up beating Louisville. And then going on to play LSU. Um, yeah. Yeah. But what? He, here's one of my things in the beginning uh, that really interests me. Is you have the Belmont-Temple play-in game, right? For the 11th yes. seed. I think... Well, so I think Temple wins that. And then uh, my kind of surprise here is I
0: think Temple beats Maryland also. I think so, too. Tem- Temple... They're not a good defensive team, but they get out and they run back in the day with Chaney. What they were a great defensive team and you know, they ran a lot of the motion offense and they packed in the matchup zone, but yeah, like they're, they're underdogs tonight. And I was like, what? Like temple underdogs to Belmont. I know Belmont, you know, have a couple of shooters, but I do like temple in, you and you know, I don't Temple's against,
1: not scared of the tournament either. They're used no. to playing high competition. Yes. So, my, I guess my surprise out of that 6-11 is I see Temple as the best of those three teams, and I see them moving on to play LSU.
0: Here we go. So, if you had to pick a Cinderella, and you just destroyed mine with Yale, <laughs> which is one of the top scoring teams in the nation, <laughs> who would it be out of the East?
1: A Cinderella out of the East. So this would have to go against my bracket that I have here, um, where I have Michigan State going. But on a long shot, I'm either going to have to say one of two teams, either um, UCF or Virginia Tech.
0: Uh Virginia Tech of four being a Cinderella. I have St. Louis beating Virginia Tech. St. Louis is uh, pretty good. Um, hmm.
1: Who would your Cinderella be out of there?
0: I would have to go with Yale at four. They're not a bad team. They play the Ivy League plays a different style of basketball, and you have an LSU team that had a couple of hiccups towards the end of the year. You have some Yale players that can shoot the ball, and uh, I think that's a ra- a recipe for some trouble. Um, so,
1: it, I mean, I hope you're right. I would love to see an Ivy League team push all the way to the end and play Duke. That would be amazing. I'd be rooting for them for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I got to see
1: Yale play a couple times uh, this year, and they definitely looked like the best Ivy League team they didn't play like the other teams. They play a little faster. They play a little more aggressive on defense. They can shoot. They get up What's
0: and the guys. It, An-A? They An-A? get up and
1: down the floor too. Whereas most Ivy League play is pretty slow, but Yale team looks pretty fast.
0: Yeah, they have the guy. I think his name's Ani. O n i, and uh, he's pretty good. He leads them in points. Um, his field goal percentage is forty five percent. Look at their average. Their team percent. That they averaged forty nine point four percent from uh, field goal, thirty seven from three, and seventy two point five with the free throw, which is good because a lot of times it's how those, those that that's your win and losses at the line. But um, I like Yale. We talked about UCF, and I was saying VCU's athletic uh, URI beat them, and they didn't they didn't uh, win the Atlantic Ten. Like they were supposed to, St. Louis won the Atlantic 10. But if you ask me, if UCF plays Duke, Duke's going to have problems with Taco Fell. Whereas I think VCU, (coughs) I think VCU is going to make UCF run more. I think to me, VCU is a better running team than Duke. So that's an interesting game. I, I have VCU beating UCF, but I think UCF wins. They're going to give Duke some trouble.
1: I could see it. I, I think Duke is – they're not as unbeatable as everyone thinks. Uh, I think they yeah. are susceptible um, because they they got to play so many games at home this year. They played like two-thirds of their games at home, and uh, when they left home – Home Court, and they had to play you know top tier talent um you know they they didn't do as well as everybody says,
0: but this is a home game for them. It's in what Columbia,
1: yeah, Columbia, South Carolina,
0: so this is a home game for Duke, you know, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting, that's why we're here. There's gonna uh, be Duke
1: fans everywhere they go. they could go play yeah. in Alaska, and the Duke fans will be there,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's a Duke fan. All right, let's move to the West. We have uh, Gonzaga's the number one, Michigan's the number two. Is there a clear cut favorite in the West? So,
1: one thing um, the West is uh, how do I say this? It doesn't. So, I like to put teams in tiers. You know, some people say like A, B, C, D. I like to go like tier one through four.
0: Um, I thought you meant tiers Like,
1: <laughs> so as far as like tier one teams go, um, I think Gonzaga is the only tier one team in this, uh, in this region. Um, you,
0: you're gonna cut out like a, a a Buffalo who Buffalo again. They they were quiet They they had a smaller conference, but they uh they a good team. Like I I watched them. They Great defenders and they score. That transition is unbelievable. I don't know. I think to to me, I I think there's no clear cut number one in that. So I think that Gonzaga has the easiest path
1: of any number one to get to the Final Four. Mm. I got that. Even with
0: Michigan in there, in Nevada. Well, Nevada to me, like that's a team that 29 and four. I think uh, like. I don't think they played. I think Florida is a phys- more physical team and Florida was beat Nevada in the first round. So I don't I have,
1: have, I have Florida beating Nevada also in the first round.
0: Hey, we do think alike. I don't have them going too far. Uh, let's see. Murray State. I like Morant. Morant's going to, and this is two, you got Howard versus Morant. That's going to be a great game. Um, a heavily watched game. It's gonna be a good game. Do you think uh, Murray State
1: upsets there? Yes. I do I have Murray State beating Marquette also, because Marquette lost some a lot of games that they should have won this year. Yep. They started out amazing and then towards the end they started to lose some some close games.
0: Yeah, they did. And I um I think that uh that's gonna be a great game. I think it's gonna come down. Which every game comes down to the end, but I think it's gonna it's gonna be a close game. But I, that Maria kid is good; like he's a really good player, and uh, Howard's a good player, and this is gonna this, this is good good matchup. So, what do you think about Vermont? So were you gonna say that's something? exactly
1: where I was gonna go next. So I used to live right by uh, UVM, and I would I would love to see them beat Florida State. However. I don't think they mm-hmm. have the uh they don't have the speed and the uh like the athleticism of a Florida state I think Florida State's gonna run the ball up and down the court too quick for Vermont
0: well again here's another team Vermont like we said about uh yeah Vermont is a giant they can shoot like um you have a three point shooting team that relies on the three and and i know it can either go up or down that's like common sense but if a 3 point shooting team's on it's you know they're going to win so
1: we've talked about that in the past if that's kind of the the big equalizer i guess among amongst basketball teams is if you have a team that gets if they're shooting over 60% from a 3 point line in a game they're almost impossible to beat so, yes,
0: and I and I like they score big, like
1: Yeah, well they killed their conferences here. They were blowing teams out. So, I think it comes down to if they're if their three-point shooters are on, you know, they they're, they're going to be able to compete with anybody. So, you just have to hope that you get, you know, hot at the right time.
0: All right, so let's do it here. Um, Cinderella from the West.
1: So, my Cinderella from the West. I actually got them going all the way to the final four is Texas Tech. Now, I know you're not going to you're going to say it's a 3 seed so they're not a yeah. Cinderella, but nobody has Texas Tech going.
0: <laughs> I agree. They might not. My uh I, Cinderella?
1: I think most people have Michigan going.
0: Ooh, I don't I don't like that. I
1: don't like it either.
0: I don't agree with that. I have uh I'm torn between Murray State and I think Florida Florida can come out of that uh West, I think. I know it sounds crazy, but I don't know. Between I don't know. I like Murray State, my Cinderella. I have them
1: going on to play Florida State. Um one thing again with this with the play in game here, these are always these are interesting spots to me. So you've got Arizona State playing St. John's and then the winner plays Buffalo. Uh I have St. John's Coming out coming out of those three teams.
0: Wow. And I can see that. St. John's is good. They uh, play in the Big East. They have that guy, Pond. The pond's unbelievable. So I can see that happening. And I don't know if that's why they want to do that 11, on a, uh, the 11 versus 11. I don't know. But um, in years past, historically speaking, wow, I feel smart. The 5 versus 12 is usually an upset. The 12 usually upsets the 5. I think it's the 6 versus 11s now that are going to be more competitive.
1: Those games, all the 6 11s, you know, they all look interesting to me because they're, um, are are they all play in games? No. No, on one side of the bracket, they're playing games. And those are both ones that I made a lot of notes on and highlighted because I think it's going to be interesting. And I think the 11, I think one of the 11s in both of the cases has the advantage.
0: I think in all. (laughs) Because I think the Ohio State team, like we talked about them, they had minor hiccups. But they're still a good physical basketball team. They're Big Ten conference. They play well. Then like Saint Mary's is good, like Villanova is not a slouch, but they you know they they limped in a little bit and then like we go to the other side, like it's Saint John's in Buffalo, like uh I don't know, that's gonna be interesting. Saint in John's Buffalo. isn't
1: scared to play anyone either. I mean they're I know they're scared. I know they're an eleven seed, but you know, they played some really tough teams this year.
0: Yeah, Buffalo beat Syracuse in the beginning of the year, I want to say. Let me verify that. You should have put on the Jeopardy music.
1: I got Syracuse beating Baylor in the first round. Yeah. And then, you know, I think they'll give – They could give Gonzaga some problems.
0: Yeah. So, all right. You want to go down south? Let's go. Uh, here's the. Here's what everybody's saying, that um, Virginia has the easiest road to the championship.
1: I was looking at it, and I think they have the second easiest. I think Gonzaga has the easiest, and I think Virginia is the second. I think Duke is third, and then I think Carolina has the toughest.
0: Mm. I think – But it just look, everybody's big, like, I'm, I'm jumping ahead with the, uh, Cinderella. I'll wait then. Um, I think, I think they do, I think Virginia has the easiest. I think it's Virginia, then North Carolina, Gonzaga, and I think Duke has the toughest, but I think Virginia has, you know that they play, they play that, uh, zone. They have athletes. I don't know. This is going kind to of interest Tennessee. They, they limped down the stretch. They weren't a team who, uh, who, who was winning a lot down the stretch. Uh, Kansas State, that's your, your division. I, I don't have Kansas State leaving the first round. I have UC airline, um, with the upset.
1: Uh, I do too. That's my biggest upset. I think I have in my bracket. Right I think now. a lot
0: of people have that
1: um which is cool I'd like to see UC Irvine win that um yeah I think that's probably everyone's biggest upset they have highlighted right from the beginning that's going to be one game that may get a lot of people out early
0: <laughs> yeah but I think I you know you look at Purdue and Old Dominion I don't have enough information on Old Dominion to say how sort of bad they are but uh don't know. St. Mary's to me captured my attention from that division. Um, great team. Great team. They, uh, they beat Gonzaga. And I, I, Oregon's up and down, but they should, at 12 was 5 and 12. I think Oregon, uh, betting wise is their favorite for that game too. It's weird. I think they're minus one. Um,
1: Wisconsin plays a lot tougher competition, though. You know what I mean? Oregon's got some easy games on their schedule compared to what Wisconsin had.
0: Yeah, that's true. I had a friend um, tell me that Colgate, I guess they caught fire at the end, and they're in the Patriot League conference. And he said um, Colgate's going to brush the teeth of Tennessee.
1: Oh, wow. Is your friend a comedian?
0: yeah I wish I had my drum sound but <laughs> my son confiscated my iPad so but uh
1: in the end I have uh, Virginia playing Tennessee and I think Virginia wins mm, I don't you think, think Tennessee
0: is gonna make it past Colgate and then Cincinnati
1: <laughs> yeah so the, the Iowa Cincinnati one I went back and forth on I think it's gonna be a really close game um. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of like I liked Iowa And then at the end of the year They, they weren't really covering anymore um, And they kind of fell Sorry. off a little bit They started yeah. out very strong That's um,
0: true um, Yeah they Yeah that's a good point <laughs> What uh, Who do you think is the Cinderella so
1: the Cinderella from the south, if I had to pick one team to, uh, to maybe go against my picks here and, and push a little further, if I had to change my bracket up, um, mm-hmm. I would maybe go with I, I feel like Iowa. If Iowa could get hot, oh, good, they could yeah. mess up the bracket and they could push. they could push far.
0: I agree with that, but I, uh, I see a St. Mary's maybe being a a spoiler. Yeah. I can see St. Mary's or, uh, I don't know, old to me, and I don't know anybody. <laughs> you know, maybe the 8 9 game, like the winner of that maybe being a spoiler, but if I had to pick a Cinderella, it would have to be the 11, the uh, St. Mary's.
1: I do have Oklahoma winning that game. It's not really much of an upset because it's an 8-9, but uh, I think Oklahoma... Those games are competitive,
0: though. The 8-9 are really competitive games. You know, the 5-12, if you ask me, historically, don't, like, really competitive. But the 8-9, you can go and say that, too. But, uh, you know the worst part, I think, of the um, March Madness? Uh, the coach is trying to dance like it looks like (laughs) a bunch of stick figures like remember when you would put the rubber bands on the pencils and throw the pencils up and then they it's bad man (laughs) i hate where coaches
1: cheer uh like say say it's you know like the last two minutes of the game and teams down by two and one of their guys you know hits like a clutch three to like give them the one point lead yeah. And there's like still time left on the clock, you know, and the coach like jumps up in the air and cheers. And uh, <laughs> I always wonder, I'm like, how good of a coach can you be if you're like cheering for your team to make a shot, you know?
0: Yeah. Like you maybe remember, like a, uh,
1: a solid, like you put up your fist maybe and just give it like a tiny little shake. But when they yeah. like jump and they're screaming and everything, I'm like, okay, are you a fan or are you the coach? Maybe act yeah, like and you've and been here before.
0: Is... <laughs> there was a. Uh... The coach for Georgia State, I forget his name, right? He, so when they won their conference, his son, I guess, was the point guard. The coach jumped up and tore his Achilles. And then they they upset someone in the tournament. And he, they had, like, a stool for him to sit on. And he goes and he falls off the stool. So he's laying on the ground during the game it was nuts. So yeah, I was thinking about that when you were talking about
1: that. I, I like the coaches to show a little bit of poise. And but learn
0: how to dance, man. Jeez. It doesn't
1: really inspire confidence when they look shocked that their team made a shot either. Like That's I'd like true. to look back at my coach and just see them like, you know, stone cold, you know, stare like, like they knew you were gonna make it, you know, not like shocked like they won the lottery.
0: That's true. I agree with you there. So let's uh let's head to the Midwest do you like Can we just teleport travel? there yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in the Midwest now we're in the midwest uh North Carolina is the number one Kentucky's the two I think North Carolina I think I already said it
1: I think they have the toughest way to get to the final four out of uh out of the four regions here. Yeah. The reason I say that, You're so chokes, I look at the yeah. number of what I would call like tier A teams. Mm-hmm. And North Carolina uh, or the Midwest, I think, has the highest number of top tier teams um, or tier one teams. So I see you got you got North Carolina in here. You have Kansas, Houston and Kentucky. So they, mm-hmm. they have four teams that could all make it to the final four
0: and a good seed home team.
1: Yeah, Seton Hall team that really can upset anyone. They had a lot of good wins this year. I'm surprised they're a 10.
0: I'm Uh, surprised Wolford's a 7. I think Wolford has the longest winning streak in the nation. And they deteriorate. And they, this team can play. I uh, watch them, and um, they can shoot. Well,
1: I got Seton Hall upsetting them.
0: Yeah. All right, let's lock that in. Oh, that's not it. That's not my lock inside.
1: Um, who do you have? Do you have Ohio State or Iowa State winning? It's on the
0: six eleven. I have Ohio State because Ohio State to me, they have life. And I said this, you know, I I said this uh, a couple of weeks ago during our uh, weekly podcast. (laughs) I said, they have life, and that's a team where they're going to pick up during this time. You know, and there's teams like Ohio State that have been here before that, that they're going to, they're going to show up. And I, I like Ohio State beating Iowa State and then, uh, moving on. I don't know what they're going to do with Houston or the, you know, the winner of Georgia State who can upset, but, I don't know. This is an interesting set of group. I, I, I don't understand Wolford being a 7. And they, they're pretty good. But I think Seton Hall upsets them. and you have so Aub- Yeah, you have Auburn, who won the SEC, that's a 5, playing a good New Mexico State team. So, I have in my bracket,
1: I have New Mexico State beating Auburn. And... This is going to really hurt me to say this, but if I had to pick a Cinderella, I would probably pick New Mexico State. Uh, um, I thought you were going to say Kansas. Uh, so in my bracket, I have Kansas beating New Mexico State, but I think that that game, if it happens, I think it will, I think that game is incredibly close, and uh, you know, I think they could give Kansas problems.
0: I agree, but I like Kansas style of play. Lawson is a really, really good player. I think we're gonna see him next year uh playing in the NBA. He's what a he's he's a senior, right? I'm not
1: sure what uh what year he is.
0: Well if he's smart, he'd get out and go. So um, I do
1: have so I have Kansas going on, but then I have him losing in the next
0: round to North Carolina. Okay. I see it, yeah. Hmm. So North Carolina shouldn't have a problem. So uh, Iona has a couple of players. People are like, they're going to kind of, their style of play is similar to Duke, and they might give North Carolina trouble. What about the 8-9 game? What do you think?
1: So I was kind of pouring over the stats on this, and after I you know looked over their schedules and, and a lot of stats, I don't think there's any question that Utah State wins this one.
0: I agree with you there. I really do. Uh, Cinderella out of this, uh, region. So
1: I've got this like terrible feeling about New Mexico state Mm -hmm. just because, you know, (laughs) as a Kansas fan, I've been hurt, you know, in the round of 32 before. So I got a bad feeling that New Mexico state pushes on. Um, but basically either them or possibly Seton Hall could make a push.
0: I was thinking that too. Uh, I'm torn. I like Wolford's style of play, but I just think that people are counting Seton Hall out. And I would have to pick Seton Hall to be the – because I think if Seton Hall gets past Wolford, they can get past Kentucky. Yeah.
1: What do you think, Bob? So I think that Seton Hall-UK – uh, game would be a very, very good game, and that one would really be. I mean, I know Kentucky would be the favorite in it, but you know, Seton Hall—they could give them some some problems.
0: True. So, do you want to know? Before we close, let's before see. Before we close uh, out, sorry.
1: Well, I was gonna say, do you want me to give my uh, my final four? Sure. So, out of the East in my bracket, I got Michigan State. Out of the West. I have Texas tech out of the South. I have Virginia and out of the Midwest. I have North Carolina.
0: Nice. I have out of the East. I have Duke out of the West. I have Murray state. I love Murray state (laughs) out of the South. I have Virginia and out of the Midwest. I have Seton Hall. I'm going to, and that's, I don't know. I'm gonna probably do a few, but if I had to do it today, that's what I would do. Yeah, I it's made crazy. This be-
1: bracket just for this podcast, you know. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to it, you know, and see how, see how I did. I'm gonna keep it up by the computer, and we'll, as we do the podcast, you know, see where we're right, see where
0: we're wrong. Awesome. Thanks again. And I laugh because we do all of our research, but. You know, you have the people who are look. like, "Oh, look at that mascot versus that." You know, this mascot. And <laughs> an eagle would, an eagle will snip a dolphin and keep going and stuff like that. You know, and they end up winning. But we do a lot of research. ground you're the best. You probably have the best bracket, and you get a billion dollars from uh, what's that billionaire's name?
1: Uh, Bill Gates.
0: No, some guy. Uh, I forget his name. But he came on and he's going to give someone a billion dollars for a perfect bracket.
1: Um, please visit our website, killasportpicks.com, and follow us on Twitter, at killasportpick.
0: Nice. Take care. Good luck. Hit us on Twitter if you have any questions, and uh, we'll get back to you. Take it easy. All right, ground, we're out. Bye.